KUAF is partnering with local McDonald's owner-operators to bring you the KUAF Lunch Hour Summer Concert Series, including three tiny desk-styled concerts that will take place at different McDonald's locations across Northwest Arkansas, the River Valley, and the Green Country. These three concerts lead up to the Lunch All Day Mini Festival in September. Performances include Steph Simon of Fire in Little Africa, country singer Joe West, and artist-designer Tylo May. KUAF.com backslash summer concerts for more information. This is 91.3 KUAF, a listener-supported service of the School of Journalism and Strategic Media at the University of Arkansas. This is Ozarks at Large for Thursday, July 27th, 2023. I'm Kyle Callums. And I'm Timothy Dennis. The final three performances that are part of the 2023 Chamber Music on the Mountain Festival are tonight tomorrow night, and Saturday night. You can find the details at chambermusiconthemountain.org. And we share music with you in our second half hour today. We have a partial list of the live music opportunities from tonight into next week, and Leah Uribe is back with some perimeter. First, affordable residential housing in Eureka Springs has long been lacking, displaced by tourist lodging and a growing number of vacation homes. To meet demand, city planners are encouraging conversion of vacant business properties into long-term rental facilities. Ozarks at Large's Jacqueline Froelich visited a newly converted tourist motel named Magic City Commons, and she brings us this story. When Ozarks Swiss Inn on Highway 62 East in Eureka Springs closed for business, the Dells Corporation, based in Mountain Home, purchased, renovated, and converted the motel into 52 affordably priced apartments for lease. This Saturday morning, two new tenants, Blake Wright, a former Eureka Springs resident, and his spouse, Renee, relax with their two dogs on their front porch, an AC unit cooling their newly refurbished apartment. I just recently moved back, and uh, we moved in here July the 1st. The sign out front has been changed from Ozark Swiss Inn to Magic City Commons with a phone number to call for let. Wright says finding an affordable place to live has been really hard. Considering all utilities are included, you can't beat it for the price. The couple pay $850 a month for their efficiency, which includes utilities and internet. Pets under 40 pounds are allowed to live here for an additional $25 per month. A few one- or two-bedroom apartments have already been leased. Renee Wright is new to Eureka Springs. Um, I think it's very peaceful. Um, I've never lived here before, um, but I'm very pleased with everything. Very beautiful. The couple are fortunate to find a reasonably priced place to live due to a chronic housing shortage in the tourist town, as well as rising rents. Historic District Commission Director Kyle Palmer, who also serves as Director of Planning and Community Development, says the Dells Corporation, Dells Corp for short, initiated renovation of the old motel late last year. It was not closed long before uh, the new property owners purchased it um, and they had reached out to me uh, November or December with their intention uh, to see if it would be something that would fit in with the city plan uh, before they came in and purchased the property. Magic City Commons is located uptown in a commercial zoned district, so it's not subject to the city's strict historic district regulations, Palmer says. They are allowed to convert to residential without getting any special permits. Um, 
And yeah, so basically they had to meet building and fire code uh, regulations to make that conversion to long-term rentals, uh, which they've been really good about working with the city on making sure that they meet those requirements. The two-story cement block complex has a fresh coat of dark blue paint, white trim with black wrought iron railings. They did do a lot to the property. Um, new roof, new doors, new interiors, new lights. Um, yeah, they made a pretty significant investment. The former motel units all have new flooring, new kitchens, and fresh paint. Tenants share laundry facilities for a monthly fee. Palmer says several other tourist motels have stood vacant for a while and could also serve as affordable residential housing. And then there are a few kind of the same style that are for sale. Uh, and I know that there's been interest in both of those properties, converting them also into long-term rental units. Providing affordable housing to Eureka's workforce will help them save money. It seems like a lot of people were commuting into town for work and it's caused some um, employment issues with some of the major employers in town not being able to find enough employees because there's a shortage of housing. We sought comment from the Dells Corporation, founded in 2018 by CEO Mark Bertel. The Dells, named after an Italian island, counts over 300 tenants in multiple states and has converted or restored more than 15 properties, including several restaurants and an ice cream shop in Mountain Home. Kate Fox is Dells' leasing agent and property manager who's facilitating leases for Magic City Commons. You know, we've had such a positive response from everybody that... Um I have met with, I mean, every single person I've come into contact with, I've really enjoyed speaking to. Um, everyone's very friendly here, but everybody always tells me the exact same thing. They say, we need this so badly. Thank you so much. Applicant tenants must show proof of stable employment or income, submit to criminal checks, and provide references Box expects Magic City Commons, currently over 20% occupancy, will be full by the end of summer. We're a tourist town, so we have a semi-transient workforce. And to get people to stay and to make a good living and make it affordable to live here is, is vital to our economy. Sandy Martin, chair of Uric Springs Mayor's Task Force on Economic Development, says she contacted the Dallas Corp last year, encouraging the company to invest in Eureka Springs. We reached out to the Dell Corporation to let them know, and we found out what they were doing and the work that they were doing around the state and let them know that we had needs here um, and we had several motels that would be ideal locations to convert, uh, and they picked up the ball and ran with it from there. Martin says the city's looking at available lots in town to build affordable housing. Small lots that are available for duplexes and quadplexes, and I think the most significant thing that we did to help the housing market, particularly workforce and affordable housing, is we started a community development corporation, the CDC of Eureka Springs. And it's patterned after the one in Bentonville. And that will provide um, incentives, potential for grants, uh, and write-off opportunities that the city or any other entity just simply could not do. So that community development corporation is kind of like going to be the development 
funnel for affordable housing and some other projects that we're working on. Recently, the owners of the historic Crescent and Basin Park Hotels in Eureka, which reportedly employs as many as 270 receptionists, cooks, waitstaff, housekeepers, and bartenders, converted a former assisted living facility into one-bedroom and studio apartments. Urban districts in northwest Arkansas are also seeking ways to provide more attainable housing. Northwest Arkansas Groundwork, a workforce housing center in Springdale, recently announced a new mixed-income housing development branded Big Emma, funded with the $6.75 million grant provided by Walton Family Foundation. The 77-unit apartment complex will be located on Emma Avenue in downtown Springdale. Nearly half of the units will be reserved for middle-income households. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Jacqueline Froelich. And any story you hear on Ozarks at Large is shareable. Just use links provided with each story at KUAF.com. You can also go deeper with many of our stories by finding them at our website. Again, that's OzarksAtLarge.com. An update to something from yesterday's conversation on the show with Brooks Blevins. One of the essays in its new book, Up South in the Ozarks, Dispatches from the Margins, considers the very rural country store. While talking about that chapter, Brooks mentioned a country store that was in Witt Springs. Listener Michael Horton sent us a note to let us know Cindy's country store in Witt Springs has closed. The essay that Brooks wrote was several years old. But Snowball, once again, has an operating store, according to Michael. He also sent along directions to get to Snowball from either Harrison or Fayetteville. The Fayetteville route takes you along Highway 16 East through Elkins, St. Paul, Deer, Ben-Hur, and Whit Springs. Then you hang, I think, if I remember, it's been a while, I think you hang a left on 377 to Snowball. Yeah. Michael, many thanks for listening, for the updates. And I have, quite honestly, started my uh, planning day for my day trip to Snowball. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Next time on Latino USA, a look at one family's mission to make bilingualism their superpower. We had to assimilate. It was kind of a hidden way of telling you that the language and the culture that you were born into and that the language that you spoke was inferior. That's next time on Latino USA. Latino USA, Sunday afternoon at 3 on 91.3 KUAF. Still ahead this hour, the week's edition of Sound Perimeter puts the musical spotlight on a Cuban flutist who's established a stellar career in both the classical and jazz worlds. sound perimeter for us in about 20 minutes on today's Ozarks at Large. Every day at KUAF, we ask questions. That's a good question. I think right now... Uh, yeah, that's that's a really good question. I, oh, <laughs> that's a big question. Um, I, so, that's a good question, and I wish I had more data for you. But. Yeah, it's a good, really good question, like how it's different. Yes, yeah. that is a terrific question. Asking the questions that matter to get you the answers you need. You can help keep Public Radio curious when you donate. Give online at supportkuaf.com. And thanks. 
A Republican state lawmaker says he wants to repeal a new state law, which he initially voted for. Act 851 passed by wide margins in both the Arkansas House and Senate, and it loosened regulations on so-called crypto mines. Crypto mines are large collections of computers tasked with harvesting cryptocurrency. Republican State Senator Brian King of Green Forest says some residents who live near crypto mines have complained of noise. So crypto mining, even though people don't understand it, it's not as big near as big industry and new to Arkansas and new everywhere. But it has more protections and harder for cities and counties to make local decisions about it than any other business. It's harder than a farmer, a barber, uh, a lumber yard. King says he is not completely against crypto mines. He says he felt the bill was passed too quickly with little discussion or debate from legislators or the public. Crypto mining facility may use anywhere from 5 to 15 megawatts per day. Well, you know, I represent an agriculture area. That's about what a poultry plant would operate and some growers and, you know, things to facilitate that. And they may employ 3,000 people. Crypto mines have been built in Greenbrier and Harrison. Plans to build a mine in Bologna were halted by city planning officials there last month. July marked record high sales tax numbers in the four largest cities in northwest Arkansas. Total sales tax for Bentonville, Fayetteville, Rogers, and Springdale rose nearly 17 percent from July 2022. The largest year-over-year gain came in Bentonville, with more than $3 million in revenue, up an impressive 50%, and the first $3 million month in history for any of the four cities in the report. All four cities saw positive gains in sales tax from 2022 numbers. Walmart and PepsiCo are announcing a collaboration to invest $120 million towards supporting farmers on soil health and water quality programs in the United States and Canada. In a press release yesterday, the two partners said the goal is to enable and accelerate the adoption of regenerative agriculture practices on more than 2 million acres, which would deliver approximately 4 million metric tons of greenhouse gas by 2030. The search for a new director of the Fort Smith Convention and Visitors Bureau has narrowed to four candidates. The position has been vacant since March 20th, following the resignation of Tim Jacobson. Storm Nolan, the head of the Fort Smith Advertising and Promotion Commission, said in an interview with our partner Talk Business and Politics that the commission is scheduled to meet Tuesday, August 1st to discuss next steps and that they should have the position filled by the end of August. Time now for today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. I'm Paul Gatling. Well, one of the big headlines we reported this week at nwabusinessjournal.com, a Los Angeles venture capital firm is backing Bentonville software company Nucleus with a $26 million investment. Paul Sims is a Nucleus co-founder and CEO, and we will hear from him on today's show. Also ahead, details of an expansion being planned by the ever-popular Onyx Coffee Lab. And we're making a final push for nominations for our ninth annual C-Suite Awards. All of those stories are coming your way after the break on today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Support for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report is provided by the Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce and Associated Industries of Arkansas. The Chamber's mission is to promote a pro-business, free enterprise agenda and prevent legislation, regulation, and rules that hinder business. ArkansasStateChamber.com Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield 
For more than 70 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield has used its knowledge and compassion to create healthcare solutions for individuals and businesses. More information at ArkansasBlueCross.com. First Security is proud to be only in Arkansas. They offer smart solutions for personal and business banking, plus convenient services and community investment. First Security. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Bentonville software firm Nucleus has secured a $26 million investment from Blue Ladder Capital. That's a venture capital firm in Los Angeles that invests in B2B enterprises and software-as-a-service products. Nucleus is a 10-year-old company that develops technology services to help improve business operations for retailers and consumer packaged goods companies. Nucleus intends to use the money to expand operation and its business reach. Paul Sims is the company's co-founder and CEO. I spoke with him earlier this week about the landmark day in the company's history. It's very exciting. Um, you know, when we started the company, <clears throat> we started you know as a small consulting company and uh, just really wanted to add value for our customers and build you know a great company with a great team. And uh, things just got really big, um, you know, over the years. We continued to do more things for our customers. And, you know, we really believe in customer-led growth and really responding to what our customers need. And we just kept responding to that, and customers kept wanting more of that. And uh, and uh, the growth has been yeah, really exciting. So, yeah, to see this happen, um, it's just really thrilling for our team and, uh, just really thinking about the impact that we can continue to drive throughout the industry and and uh, driving even greater value for our customers is really exciting for our team. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that um, a couple of times there about your customers. So obviously this is significant um, for you, but for some more context, you know, how does this impact um, your supplier partners here in Northwest Arkansas? Obviously it's going to transform your business, but how does this impact uh, the, the people that you partner with and do work for here in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, so it's really going to allow us to drive even more innovation for our customers. And, uh, you know, our customers' businesses are becoming more complex. We're focused on the consumer goods and the retail industries. And a lot of changes happened. You know, the pandemic brought, you know, 10 years of change happened in three, you know, weeks <laughs> in this industry. And, and the industry is still reeling from um, all the implications of that. And so as our businesses have become more complex, you know, we've responded. And this is going to allow us to bring even more innovation to market, allow our customers to operate with even greater efficiency, add greater, uh, you know, value to their retail partners and be able to be more agile um, as things continue to change and accelerate in the retail industry, and we're super excited to be a part of that. What can you share with us about Blue Ladder Capital? That's your venture capital partner in this deal. What what made them an attractive uh, partner to you, and just what are some of the similarities between those guys and your team here? Yeah, so as we looked at uh, bringing an investor partner on board, um, you know, it was really important for us to find someone that was aligned with our values and how we approach the business. You know, we've bootstrapped this business. Uh, we've grown it through, you know, blood, sweat, and tears and, and um, you know, paid attention to every dollar we spend. And, uh, you know, as we looked for a partner, we weren't just looking for someone to bring capital to the table, but also expertise 
And so what we found in Blue Bladder is one thing they focus on companies that are not in the traditional, you know, investment, uh, you know, communities in terms of, you know, Silicon Valley or East Coast. And so we really, we really like that they see the unique value of a company like us in Northwest Arkansas and how we build our business and how we drive value for our customers. And, um, and that was totally in alignment with their strategy. So they look for companies that you know, are profitable, sustainable businesses, customer focused, great talent, great culture. And that's the company that they wanted to be a part of. And that's the type of partner that we wanted to uh, uh, join up with as well. And we're really excited, um, you know, as we talked with them, we talked with, you know, probably over 25 different potential partners. And it was clear in talking with them early on that they had a tremendous amount of expertise, you know, having worked in their previous careers with over 50 different software companies, very operations focused, building scalable businesses, um, you know, that they're going to be able to come in and really help us accelerate, uh, you know, our growth trajectory. And, you know, because Paul and I, we're, we're product guys, we're technology guys, you know, we don't have expertise on go to market and, you know, growth strategy and international growth and all that. We just want to build great products for our customers, which is, you know, done very well for us up to this point in time. But as we uh, look at where we wanted to head, we knew we needed to bring someone in with a tremendous amount of go market expertise and just experience in scaling SaaS software companies. And that's what we found in Blue Ladder. And just a complete alignment with values and how we build a business, how we work with our customers, treat them, work with our teams. Yeah. Give us a sense of, um, you, know, you mentioned you talked with, you know, a couple dozen investors, venture capital uh, opportunities. What's the fundraising environment like right now? I mean, I would imagine that the current economic climate um, made this an interesting journey, uh, to say the least. <laughs> It did. It was a lot of ups and downs, and uh, we really changed our strategy in the middle of it. I mean, just as the environment changed, we started this process, you know, two years ago, really, and, you know, everything from, you know, customers of ours wanting to uh, introduce us to their VC firms, you know, to just traditional VC firms, you know, uh, and uh, lots of different types of strategies, and we did see the you know, the money tightened up um, pretty significantly, you know, over the last couple of years here, uh, you know, and so those uh, those calls became different in terms of expectations being put on us and and what uh, potential investors wanted to see, and so we just kind of changed our strategy. We just said, okay, um, you know, the market's changed, and we're just going to you know, look for people and be upfront about what we're looking for out of this, what are our goals, and what we're looking to accomplish. And not beat around the bush and just tell people this is this is what this needs to look like for us, and this is the type of uh, partner we're looking for. If you're not a fit for that, then let's not waste each other's time and move on. And that really helped us really, you know, find the right partner and kind of weed through, you know, all the potential uh, people that we could work with. As a result of the investment, the two founders of Blue Ladder Capital will become co-presidents of Nucleus. Paul Springman, who helped launch the company a decade ago and is the company president, will transition into an advisory role. We've got more details on this story online at nwabusinessjournal.com. In other news this week, Onyx Coffee Lab owners John and Andrea Allen are planning a return to Springdale with a three-story, 6,000-square-foot retail location in the former First Security Bank complex on West Emma Avenue. 
Now, the Allens are Springdale natives, and they started Onyx in 2012 as a tiny cafe in Springdale with 10 employees. It is now a multi-million dollar business with Northwest Arkansas locations in Bentonville, Rogers, and Fayetteville, more than 100 workers, and a network of partnerships and a vast e-commerce reach. Retail advertising services company DesignSteins is growing. CEO and founding partner Matt Woolley said the company's footprint has doubled to 5,000 square feet inside the Pinnacle Heights building on West Northgate Road in Rogers. And the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal is actively seeking nominations of qualified honorees for its final recognition program this year, the C-Suite Awards. Now in its ninth year, the program is designed to recognize 10 C-level executives who contribute to the success of the region's economic growth and stability. Nominations are open to influential men and women of all ages and may include individuals from Northwest Arkansas and the Fort Smith Metro. You can get those nominations to us at nwabusinessjournal.com. I'm Paul Gatling, and that's the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Until next time, thanks for listening. Here we go. It's Thursday. It's time to talk about live music. We do that here in the Herald and Blanchcock News Studio with Timothy Dennis. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week. All right. Tonight, there is a show at Nomad's Trailside. It's a sludge and doom metal show featuring bands from Fayetteville, and also the band Slumbering Sun in from Austin, Texas. Well, the bands on that bill include Dirt Mother and Stash Hag. Starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Again, that's at Nomad's Trailside in Midtown Fayetteville. Tomorrow night, George's Majestic Lounge for Happy Hour is going to have Grammy-winning Zydeco artist from Louisiana, Chubby, Chubby Carrier. Carrier. Yes. You're, you're familiar? Oh, yes, very much so. I've seen Chubby Carrier in concert. Oh, nice. In Louisiana or here? In Louisiana. Excellent. I'm all dressed up and ready to go. Every time the band plays, I'm gonna Zydeco. Cover for that show is $10. Starts at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Again, that's at George's Inn. Wait, how much are tickets? $10. Damn, that's a deal. It is. It's a little bit more than their typical happy hour yeah, price. But, but still, I mean, you're seeing a Grammy-winning artist. Who doesn't come through every day. Exactly. Also in Fayetteville tomorrow night, Kingfish is going to have a jam band psychedelic rock set featuring the band's Dr. Junior from Eastern Oklahoma and then Denver-based band Rado, R-A-D-O is how it's spelled. Okay. Now that show starts at seven o'clock tomorrow night. Again, that's at Kingfish in Fayetteville. Smoke and Barrel tomorrow night are going to feature some of Tulsa's finest bands finest musicians anyway, Jesse Acock and Paul Benjamin. Cover for that show is $5, scheduled to begin at around 9 o'clock. Again, that's tomorrow night at Smoke and Barrel in Fayetteville. Happening up in Bentonville tomorrow night, Bike Rack Brewing Company is going to have Carver Commodore on the patio. I'm
can't make it out to uh-huh. see them at Turnbo Park tonight in Springdale, you have another opportunity. There you go. That show starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Again, that's at Bike Rack Brewing Company in Bentonville. Butterfield Stage in Rogers tomorrow night is going to have the local alt and punk rock cover band The Phase on stage. Mm-hmm. That show starts at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Again, that's at Butterfield Stage in Rogers. Another show happening in Rogers tomorrow night. Kind of an interesting build. Two of the three fit together. The third one is kind of a surprise to me. The Walmart Amp is going to have Leonard Skinnerd, uh-huh. ZZ Top, uh-huh. and Uncle Cracker. Well, yeah. I mean, a little bit shocking, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you can draw a yes. Yeah. They are on what they're calling the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Tickets start at 44.50, starts at 6.30 tomorrow night again at the Walmart Amp in Rogers. Happening over in Siloam Springs tomorrow night, Creekside Tap Room is going to have March to August on stage. Standing at the railway station with a good book in her hand. Not sure if she knew I was looking but I thought I caught a glance. If you can't make that show in Siloam or if you want to see them twice, they will also be at Gotta Hold Brewing in Eureka Springs Saturday evening at 6. That Creekside Tap Room show in Siloam tomorrow night, though, it starts at 7.30. Okay. Speaking of Saturday, let's jump ahead. George's Majestic Lounge on Saturday night is going to have forgotten space in the house. They're a Grateful Dead okay. jam band. One of the reasons I know summer is kind of moving along is because this is the annual Jerry Garcia birthday bash. I see. 18th what, it, annual, I was actually. about to ask, how many years have they been doing this now? Tickets are $15 in advance. They're $18 at the door. That will start at 8.30 Saturday night. Again, that's at George's in Fayetteville. Up in Bentonville Saturday night, Crystal Bridges for the Forest Concert Series. They're having a Tulsa showcase of their own, huh. featuring Paul Benjamin and also the band Pilgrim. Oh, good. Just like the sun moon's call Cover for that is $20, starts at 7 o'clock Saturday night. Again, that's in the Forest at Crystal Bridges in Bentonville. Walmart Amp and Rogers Saturday night is going to have a little bit of a harder rock show featuring the bands Disturbed, Ginger, J-I-N-J-E-R, and Breaking Benjamin. Tickets start at $39.50. The show starts at 6.30 Saturday night. Again, that's at the Walmart Amp in Rogers. Moving ahead to Sunday, Fateful Public Library for their, their Mountain Street Stage Series concert is going to feature the band Greenland Station Bluegrass. What they're, can you tell me about them? Well, they're a band from Greenland that <laughs> plays bluegrass. Right. <laughs> it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> Greenland, Arkansas. Yeah. Not the Danish. Right. Right. I'm, I'm assuming yes. not the Danish yes. colony. But yes. Anyway. It's free no it, matter where they're from. Exactly. And it starts at 2 o'clock again. That's at Fateful Public Library on Sunday. Also happening Sunday up in Springdale, it's the eighth birthday for Black Apple Crossing. Oh, right. Uh, right. They're going to feature music from the phase. Uh, the celebration starts at 10 a.m., but like the actual birthday bash at Black Apple starts at about 6 o'clock. Oh, well, if I go to Black Apple and have a cider or two at 10, I'm not making yeah. it to 6. So no, 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 no. Plan no. your Sunday accordingly. Exactly. They've got a salted watermelon cider release, and they've got another secret cider that they are going to announce then. 
I believe. Salted watermelon. Yeah, I, I, that sounds pretty, pretty good to me, especially in the dead of summer. Oh, my. Moving on. Yes. Tuesday night, JJ's Live in Fayetteville is going to have the band Steel Panther on stage. They are a comedic glam band from L.A. They were recently on America's Got Talent. Okay. The perfect body, the perfect face. It's like God's best work. All in one place. But the haters ain't perfection. Can't you say? Cover is $25 in advance. Goes up to $30 at the door. That starts at 7.30 Tuesday night. Again, that's at JJ's Live in North Fayetteville. Then next Thursday, a few shows to know about, Colt Ford is going to be at JJ's Live in Fayetteville. Two things I actually didn't know about Colt Ford until today. One, he's the only artist to have a number one album on Billboard's top country and top rap albums charts. Okay. And also, before music, he was a professional golfer and golf instructor. Well, with a name like Colt Ford, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't yeah. go by that. Oh, okay. Anyway, that show with Colt Ford, tickets are $22.50 in advance. They go up to $27.50 at the door. Starts at 6 o'clock next Thursday. Again, that's at JJ's Live in Fayetteville. Then up in Bentonville next Thursday, City Sessions, they're having two shows featuring Mike Maines. The first show is Mike Maines and The Branches. Second show is Mike and Shannon Maines as an acoustic duo. Oh, fun. First show, it's a full band show, and they're an indie rock band from Nashville. Yeah. Opening that show will be Kyle Jackson. The second show, Ashton Barbary is going to open. They're at different locations, but you can okay. find all of the information okay. at citysessions.org. You'll need two tickets. Yes, yes, yeah. and tickets for each are $20. The first show starts at 6.30. The late show starts at 9.30 again. That's next Thursday night in Bentonville. Well, that's kind of a fun thing. You do this gig, you go across town, you do the next one. Yeah. Then you sleep. And that should take care of us for the next seven days. Timothy Dennis, thank you so much. Thank you. No matter our differences, there is one universal experience we all have. Failure makes everyone feel terrible. It kind of doesn't matter who you are, how successful you are, or how small the failure is. How to learn from our mistakes. This week on Hidden Brain from NPR. You can listen to Hidden Brain Saturday afternoon at 3 or Sunday morning at 6 on 91.3 KUAF. Tomorrow on Ozarks, we wrap up a week with the help of Michael Tilley from Talk Business and Politics. We look ahead to a fun weekend with Becca Martin-Brown from the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And after one of the biggest box office weekends in history, we find out if the cinematic momentum will keep going when Courtney Lanning talks to us about the Disney film Haunted Mansion. That's all on tomorrow's Ozarks at Large at noon and 7 p.m.
This is Leah Uribe, Associate Professor at the University of Arkansas Music Department, expanding our musical boundaries with Sound Perimeter. We open Sound Perimeter today with a piece for solo flute by Cuban composer and flute player Orlando Maraca Valle. Orlando Valle was born in Havana, Cuba in 1966 and has had a very successful career in the classical and jazz worlds, sharing stages with renowned musicians such as Paquito de Rivera, Chucho Valdez and Iraquere, Dizzy Gillespie and Chick Corea, among many others. The title of this piece is Tumbao a lo Paganini. Tumbao, usually a name for the bass line in salsa music, roughly translates into groove or swing, the feel and flavor of this music. Alo Paganini refers to the virtuosistic nature of it, highlighting the flutist's technical superpowers. That was Dominican Republic flutist Rafael Méndez Rubel performing Tumbao a lo Paganini 
a piece by Cuban composer Orlando Valle. This piece for solo flute was recorded live at the Frost School of Music at the University of Miami as part of a project highlighting the work of BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color composers in 2021. Erolyn Wallen is a multi-award winning Belize-born British composer and performer. Her prolific composition career includes 22 operas and a large catalog of orchestral, chamber and vocal pieces. She was the first black woman to have a work featured in The Proms, an eight-week summer festival of daily orchestral classical music held in central London since 1895. Wallen's compositions are influenced by avant-garde classical music as well as by popular songwriting. Let us listen to one of her piano pieces, I Will Normally Say, a salsa piano piece interpreted by internationally acclaimed pianist, pedagogue, speaker, and also professor at the University of Memphis, Artina McCain. Martina McCain interpreting, I will normally say, a salsa piano piece by Belize-born British composer Erolyn Waller. This is Leah Uribe, Associate Professor at the University of Arkansas Music Department, expanding our musical boundaries with Sound Perimeter. Today in Sound Perimeter, we highlighted the music of composers Orlando Maraca Valle and Erolyn Wallen and performers Rafael Mendez Rubel and Artina McCain, all bringing new additions to the classical music repertoire. Sound Perimeter is a segment dedicated to diverse voices in and around music. I hope it will expand your knowledge and connection to inclusive sounds and let music infiltrate your lives and transform your realities. See you soon.
This is Ozarks at Large. Tomorrow in Tulsa, KUAF will present the inaugural KUAF Summer concert series performance. It's going to feature artist Steph Simon. These concerts will continue throughout the summer and into autumn and will feature artists including Fort Smith's Tylo May, Fayetteville country singer Joe West, and the Little Rock-based duo Daz and Bree. This week, KUAF's Pete Hartman spoke with Jasper Logan, our director of community engagement at KUAF, about the focus and direction of this concert series. For over a year and a half, the KUAF Lunch Hour has been featuring area music and food once a month here at the KUAF studios in Fayetteville. It's been the main focus of KUAF's community engagement manager, Jasper Logan, during that time. The Lunch Hour is a concert series that um, we started to help promote local artists and local business. I mean, the format of Tiny Desk is like so undeniable and like everybody knows about it. And uh, we wanted to take that format, but add to it and like incorporating like local restaurants and like hearing their stories along with the stories of artists and the music. And then the cool thing about it is you get to see a lot of synergy between and similarity between both of those different groups. There we go. There we go. There it is. There it is. How was the food? Was the food good? It was really good. And that's a great thing about it, too. Like, not only the music, but the food, too. Like, we've had people come back and, like, man, I didn't even know this restaurant was here. And now they, like, go there every week, you know. And so it's like, it's it's a win-win in those kind of situations. Earlier this year, Jasper began to inquire with area McDonald's franchises on the possibility of collaborating on a summer concert series. And tomorrow, Friday, it will all come together with the first performance taking place in Tulsa. It will feature artist Steph Simon. Um, Tulsa was an easy pick because it has so much history there that sometimes gets, you know, covered up. And especially in today's time where, like, there's a, it seems like there's a, an effort to sort of erase black history, specifically some of the negative aspects of it. Um, but even we need those negative aspects of it so that we don't repeat. <laughs> and we need to know the, like, the, the the dirtiness and the grittiness of those moments so that we can go, okay, let's not repeat that and how can we learn from it? Um, we can't learn from it if we don't know about it and we just sweep it under the rug. And so uh, this concert is kind of like, it, it, it in lines with that. You know, they, they, they sort of like fit within that design and that sort of template of like, Artists who are invested, artists who who don't just make fun, you know, music, but they do, but they make music that is like, you know, that's deep and that like connects with people. And so that's the whole point of this concert series. We wanted people to get connected. We want to provide a space where, and that's the point of the lunch hours, like to provide a space where people can come and get connected to each other. Um, and so we wanted to broaden that out. Jasper says tomorrow's performer, Steph Simon, truly embodies that idea of community as he grew up in the Greenwood district of Tulsa with close ties to the area. His community knows him, not just from music, but just from all the work that he's done, all the events that he's put on, the festivals that he's done. Um, he has a very real unique connection to um, to the community. I'm off in Tate Brady Kitchen, writing up a million dollar mission. About to turn this whole house into a business. They ask me how you did it. I came up off reverse racism if these walls could talk they could take it and it's funny when we talked about that specific McDonald's it was a McDonald's that he grew up going to that all of his friends grew up going to um, and so it has this very like uh, heartwarming attachment to the community so it was like the perfect place um, to start this series and kick it off Jasper Logan KUAF's community engagement manager 
and the brains behind the KUAF Lunch Hour and this summer's concert series. It's sponsored by McDonald's. Again, it kicks off tomorrow, July 28th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with Steph Simon. This artist and his multimedia hip-hop project commemorate the 1921 massacre in Tulsa's Greenwood neighborhood known as Black Wall Street. The concert will take place at the McDonald's location in the Greenwood District in Tulsa. For more, KUAF.com forward slash summer concerts. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Pete Hartman. The Symphony of Northwest Arkansas is readying its next season. The first concert will be Saturday, September 23rd. It's titled Great Romantics. The concert will include Leonard Bernstein's Symphonic Dances from West Side Story and Rachmaninoff's Symphony No. 2. Other highlights of the upcoming season include an October 28th concert titled Haunted Harmonies, a Halloween concert, and, of course, a Verisona Christmas on December 9th. We'll have the Snowman movie presented on December 10th, and Beethoven's Ninth performed later in the season in April as part of a night called Ode to Joy. All of the main stage concerts will be at Walton Arts Center. Again, the season, uh, season tickets are now on sale. You can find out more information at sonamusic.org. The third annual Summer Children's Book Sale, hosted by the Friends of Bentonville Library, underway today at... What do you think, Timothy? Mm, probably Bentonville Public Library. You are correct, sir, in downtown Bentonville. Today is Educator Appreciation Day until 7.30 tonight. That means a 25% discount is offered to all educators. Today, also a preview sale for members of Friends of the Library. Memberships, by the way, can be purchased at the door. The sale also open to the public tomorrow and Saturday from 9 until 4.30. All right, Timothy, mm -hmm. if you need children's books, listen to this. During the three-day sale... Every child accompanied by an adult will receive one book free. There are more than 40,000 children's books uh, for sale. Prices, 50 cents for soft cover, $1 for hard cover. I bet there are a bunch of educators going in today with that 25% discount walking out with a bunch of books for classrooms. Right. Well, I mean, it's that time of year. I mean, they got to stock the shelves so children <sighs> have things to actually read and learn. My least favorite part of the year when I was... Of school age, public school age. In the summer? Well, about this time, uh -huh. the weekly paper would show up with the flyer from Walmart or Fred's uh -huh. or Otasco with back-to-school notebooks. My heart would sink. Now, whenever you were going to school, did, like, the stores, did they have the folders with, like, the list, supply list for every school up front? No. I'll just say that. No. Okay. Uh, you could, <laughs> I think... I think you got a call from your, you know, because it was on right. the internet. I think you got a call from your teacher, like, here's some. But it was this, you know, when I was in elementary school, it's the same thing. You got safety scissors. You mm. got the eight-pack of crayons, the big chief notebook. Box of Kleenex. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you take those. Yeah. yeah. Paste. Right. I had to have right. paste. Anyway. Just, just don't eat the paste. <laughs> no, no, do not. And you don't have to worry about that at the uh, Bentonville, uh, Friends of the Bentonville Library Children's Book Sale. That goes on today, tomorrow, and Saturday. I just want to mention that music bed right there. Yeah. Do you know what instrument the composer is playing? <sighs> I mean, I would say a synthesizer, but I know I'm wrong. It's the Eiffel Tower. Okay. 
Uh, I'm into it. It he uh, before the 2016 Paris Olympics, mm. he wanted to create an album, and it's got nine cuts. I'll have the name on tomorrow's show. I've forgotten it. But uh, all he does is play and record the Eiffel Tower. That's awesome. From bottom to top. It kind of reminds me of a story you did years ago about music in the Water Tower That's here right. in Fayetteville. I'm a, I'm a sucker for those things. <laughs> this is 91.3 FM KUAF Fayetteville, Fort Smith, Rogers, and Pineville, Missouri. Contributors today included Jacqueline Froelich, Paul Gatling, Pete Hartman, and Leah Uribe. Additional reporting today was provided by Matthew Moore. Our theme is written and performed by Daryl Sean. Our underwriting director at KUAF is Ryan Versi. Timothy assembled today's show in the Harold and Blanchcock News Studio. He also produced today's sound perimeter. You can stay up to date with us by subscribing to the Ozarks at Large newsletter that gives you a free look at the previous day's stories and provides links to learn more about each story. You can subscribe for free at KUAF.com. Let me bring up something, Timothy, just before we go. Um, school supplies. Yeah. When you were young and in elementary school, did they still have pencil boxes? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think I got you know one every other year or so. Okay. Good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that you're old enough to remember yeah, yeah, pencil yeah. boxes. Hey, thanks so much for being with us. We're going to be back tomorrow at noon and 7. I'm Kyle Kellums. And I'm Timothy Dennis. Have a great day. Rocklahoma 2023 Music Festival is September 1st through the 3rd, and KUAF is giving you the chance to win VIP tickets. Held in Pryor, Oklahoma, over 40 bands will perform, including Godsmack, Limp Biscuit, Daughtry, and more. Winners will be announced on Friday, August 25th during Ozarks at Large. KUAF.com for complete lineup and registration.